Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're taking a look at how to fight inflation and the various efforts underway in Washington and other capitals around the world. Yesterday, the National Association of Realtors published statistics for home sales in the month of April. Sales in April slid 2.4% from March to a seasonally adjusted annual rate of 5.61 million units. It showed the third month of decline in a row for the volume of home sales. Year-over-year sales dropped 5.9% to an annually adjusted rate of 5.96 million from April of 2021. The Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell said earlier this week at the Wall Street Journal's Future of Everything conference that the Fed was committed to fighting inflation through monetary policy. He pointed to the housing market as evidence that the interest rate policy was starting to work by cooling off demand for housing and with the hope and expectation this will eventually result in reducing price inflation in the housing market. Chairman Powell is correct that the cost of housing is very sensitive to interest rates and that raising interest rates will exert downward pressure on the housing market. But where else in the economy will interest rates cool off inflation? Will higher interest rates reduce the price increases for cars and trucks? Maybe, but not necessarily. Will higher interest rates push back prices for other durable goods like refrigerators and dishwashers? That's a little harder to see the connection. Will higher interest rates reduce the cost of groceries at the grocery store? That's really a stretch. Well, Elizabeth Warren has put forward a proposal for price controls as a way to fight inflation. That approach has failed every time it's been attempted in history. One of the most repeated lessons we see over and over again throughout human history is that these bumbling politicians invariably try to fix inflation with price controls. Justin Trudeau's father, Prime Minister of Canada, his name was Pierre Trudeau back in the 1970s, he also tried price controls and wage controls. They didn't work. If you go back to the days of the Roman Empire, Emperor Diocletian famously imposed strict price controls across the Roman Empire in 301 AD to fight off inflation, resulting from the massive debasement of the Roman denarius. It didn't work then either. They're never successful. But that dismal record of failure doesn't seem to stop politicians from thinking they can do it better. It doesn't matter whether it's Argentina or Venezuela, ancient Egypt or Richard Nixon, price controls have literally never worked, ever. But this time will be different. After all, We've got the internet now and electric cars and we're so much more sophisticated, so those lessons of history don't apply to our modern way of life. The question is, why are prices increasing? Well, it's very simple. If you've been listening to this show for a while, you'll know that I believe deeply in the laws of physics and I also believe in the law of supply and demand in a free market economy. In fact, I believe so strongly in the law of supply and demand that I believe it takes precedence over attempts by government to exert control over the economy and to remove free market forces. You see, governments have control over a very specific narrow geographic area, and no single government has global control over markets. So if government attempts to control a market for wheat or oil or cars or housing, then businesses will eventually adapt and shift supply to those locations where they can maximize their return on investment. What happens in markets where governments introduce rent controls? That's another form of price control. Well, investors shift focus to areas where they can generate a profit, which means it pulls ultimately supply out of the market and doesn't address the demand for affordable housing. See, if government makes it unattractive to build or buy rental property in New York or California or Ontario or wherever, then developers will shift their focus to Texas or Florida where they can be free from the chains of rent controls. In the short term, 
These controls seem like a good idea, but if you legislate business to lose money, they will pull supply of that product out of the market, and eventually an underground economy will form in response to the acute shortage of supply, and eventually push prices up anyway. Some buildings that can't make a profit, they'll be converted to condo, which has the exact opposite effect of what government was hoping to do. You see, the government regulated the price that a landlord can charge, but they didn't regulate the supply of apartments. You might eventually see government regulate the price of gasoline at the pump, but if companies are going to lose money, they simply won't supply the volume into that market, and that market will eventually experience shortages until a black market forms. If there's a shortage of baby formula in the U.S., then let's imagine the government decides to regulate the price of baby formula, and eventually some enterprising parents will figure out how to buy baby formula from the U.K. or France or Australia and get baby formula to where it's needed. Will they pay extra for that? Sure they will, if they have the financial means to do so. But not everybody's enterprising and not everybody has the financial means. But that underground economy will form and very quickly. In today's environment, price volatility and lead time volatility are translating into demand volatility. Customers are placing multiple orders of the same product in order to secure supply. They then make a decision to cancel the second order. I recently ordered a furnace for a new construction project. I was quoted a long lead time. But when I offered to take delivery immediately and by paying up front in cash, suddenly there was inventory in stock available for me. You see, there's a school of thought that says the cure for high prices is high prices. I think the most effective way for you to fight inflation is for you to get much more sophisticated in how you source whatever products and services it is that you're buying. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.